client calls you, the first thing that we feel is like, man, this guy's not, is, is calling me to cancel, <laughs> right? Yeah. What do you want? And, <laughs> it's a natural reaction. And you want to avoid the question. I'm going to let him, you know, leave a message. I'm going to listen to the message. And then I call <laughs> I him back. The voicemail first. <laughs> Don't be afraid to pick up the phone, you yeah. know, because think about it. Most, most of the time now we're making uh, calls over the phone. They don't know us. They don't know you. They never see yeah, you. I but see. if they call you and you pick up the phone, they go like, oh, yeah, this guy was real. And it happened to me earlier today. Sometimes they test you like that. Yeah, they yeah. test you. Right. Well, thanks for joining us on the, on the Elite Sales Podcast. I'm joined in studio this week by Misha Elias. Hi, guys. John Bacheron. How's it going? FL Elite Syndicate. Uh, we got a couple, couple of guests for you guys that will be joining us remotely. Uh, but before we get started... I actually want to go over a couple of things just in terms of announcements. Um, first of all, Americo yes. HMS. That's a home mortgage series for those that don't know what that stands for. It's home mortgage series. So that's a, the term product. The term product comes with continuation, comes with return to premium, which is CBO, which is cashback option. Um, protector. Oh, a payment protector, which is a decreasing value term. There's all these different products. So if you, if you sign up, 10 policies from now until the end of March. But it has to be the e-signature, right? With the e-signature through agent tools. You get a bonus. You get a bonus. How much is a bonus? A thousand bucks. You get a thousand bucks for 10 applications, 10 HMS applications through the agent sales tools, whatever that's called. Think yeah. about the amount of leads that you guys can get for a thousand bucks. And more plus. Things. Think about the amount of bucks that you can get with a thousand bucks. It's a thousand. There you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bucks. <laughs> We talk about leads. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if you guys have, have opportunities to, to sell Merico with HMS with through the, through the new platform, this is, this is now there, which means they now offer that text signature with the six digit code, text it to the client. They read it back to you. You just type it in. That's their signature. It's really quick, really simple. So they've added, it used to just be available for Eagle Premier. Now it's available for HMS too. So they're trying to really launch this thing. 10 applications from now to end of March, extra thousand bucks for you. So it has to issue paid by end March. Which brings us to the next topic. So with America, we, as we know, it's, it's a instant decision for pretty much almost all the cases. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, there's a server issue or whatever it is. Yeah. But the thing is, for the most part, you'll get a decision on the spot. So if it's decision on the spot, then it's already approved. Okay. Now, the thing is, it's not really in force until the client actually pays. So right. the client pays because it's a, it's a contract. Two, <clears throat> two parties need to agree and money needs to exchange hands for it to become a valid contract. Yeah. So Issue. the thing is, when it comes to, just like this example that we're using for the HMS, that's to be 10 paid policies. Mm. So it can't be like, hey, I'm gonna sub 10 policies, but you know, I'm, I post-dated it, they're gonna draft in June of 2035. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a valid contract. It's not, not the, the client's not covered. It's not really enforced. So all that I'm bringing all that up because um, we're actually F, with FL, they're actually changing it now for all policies and you know, with all carriers, they're going to pay. They used to pay upon approval for quite a few different carriers. On issue. On, on issue. Yes. Now it's going to be on a settle. On issue. On issue, which is on approval, which is like if it's instant decision, they got approved, you get paid next two or three days. Right. Now they're actually changing it. So it's actually paid on settle. Which means for, you know, as far as all the jargon, it just means when the client actually pays to the, to the, to the carrier, carrier actually receives the money and is actually in force. Right. So why is this a big deal? For a lot of you guys, probably not a big deal. No, which makes a lot of, a lot of sense to have it that way, because think about it uh, before. I mean, uh, you will get an approval, you will get the advance, but if the client didn't make the payment, the policy canceled. Now you needed to pay the money back. So, you know, in my opinion, and it happened to me too. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's happened to all of us. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a couple of policies like that and I was like, man, I will have to pay my money, the money back. And, and it's, it's painful. Where now as, uh, when you get paid, when the policy is settled, which means when the client makes a payment, uh, you're good to go. Yeah. You know that you're not going to get a charge back. So I like it better. I think it's so much better. Well, it's not that you're, you're for sure not going to get a charge back, but the odds <laughs> well, are at least not for the first payment significantly lower. Yeah. Cause you know what, what happens is even as well intentioned as clients are. So like the, let's say the, let's say you see a client 
And then they're like, and this is, this is usually the biggest issue. People offer, Hey, when would you like the first draft to come out? Right. We can, we can push it back as far as 30 days. Right. Mm -hmm. Of of course, if the client doesn't have to pay, they're not going to pay. Yeah. Right. If they, if they can, if they can punt it down the line, they're going to do it. Yeah. Back in our old company, we we used to call, so these apps, we called them what? Ghost apps. Because they're fake apps. You issue it, you get paid, but the client never pays. There was no real application. There was no effective contract. Right. And um, doing this, it made an agent do what's called a suicide close. Yes. Right. You suicide the close by saying, hey, let's get you issued. Let's see what happens. Let's get you approved first. Yeah. Push the application out 20, 30 days because it doesn't matter to you. You don't have the skin in the game because you're thinking you're going to get paid. And then when the client finally not pays or falls off or cancels, now you have a chargeback. So it was a suicide close because now your net to gross, your profit, your percentages, which crazy enough, probably somewhere down the road, the FFL is going to really look at because we don't pay attention to these numbers yet mm-hmm. compared to other other companies that are uh, older. Right. Because before it was, it, was, it was a big priority for FFL to get agents paid quickly. Yeah. We want, you to, we want you to work hard, go out there, make money. And then the idea was to take that money, reinvest back into leads. Yeah. So you can continue to scale your business at a, at a quick rate. It's aggressive. Yeah. So it's a very aggressive approach. So the thing is, most other IMOs don't offer that op- the option to get paid upon approval it was always paid upon draft. Yes. So that's, that's the industry standard. And then that's actually what FL is going to, because of the fact that look, the reality is all the, all the business has been going through. If the client didn't, if the client never was drafted in the first place, and then they already got approved, the agent got paid out. It puts the agent in deficit. Yes. Right? The agent, the agent now has to carry on this chargeback for something they shouldn't have been paid on because they didn't earn anything yet because yes. technically you don't even earn anything when you make a sale. You you earned one month is right. one one premium that you collect. But you know when it comes to the way that they advance, they advance typically seventy five percent, which is nine months worth. Yes. So you gotta you gotta get advance an extra eight eight months that you didn't earn. Well, this time nine months because you posted the, you yeah. posted the first one. If you postdated it, then nine months you, nine months is given to you up front, yeah. and you didn't earn it. And then even as well intentioned as the client may be, or as well intentioned as the agent may be. It doesn't benefit anybody because for the carrier, they don't have a new client. They're not covered. Yeah. For the client, they're not covered because the they're contract never paid. got validated. So the client never has their coverage. And then the, for the agent, now puts them in a deficit. Yeah. And I think sometimes agents, you know, depending on what type of mindset they may have at that current moment in which they're doing it. I mean, I don't think anyone's intentionally trying to commit fraud and, or do anything malicious for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes agents might use some poor judgment. They're like, well, I don't know if this it sounded kind of shaky, but if I put it through, I'll just write more business. Yeah. Right. It was back then it was, it was set up on a built-in honor code, but as the company grows, you, you, you find some uh, bad apples along the way. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, and if, if we, if we can stem, we know. <laughs> if we can stem the issue, I mean, the, the, the thing is 70% of most of the, char- like from, they're looking at the numbers from the chargebacks that FFL has 70% of, the, the debt postdated. They, they never even drafted one time. Yeah. Mm. So that means it was just, it was all just pushed down the line. It was, it was, it was postdated. So, I mean, here, here's the thing. You're not going to be affected by this. If you work consistently and you, you consistently put in business. So this will affect you if you're like, cool, I made my sale for the week. I made my sale for the month. And then you right. take a I'm vacation. This to come to, to get paid. I mean, the client, client didn't have money at the time, but I'm going to get paid because. I already put it through and we know it's going to get approved on the spot. So this is just a little bit of a wake up call. Yes. For you guys, if you guys are not working consistently, just work consistently. If you guys are actually going out and doing legitimate business and you guys are just learning, growing, putting in real effort, this won't affect you anyway. Yeah. In fact, it actually will protect you in the long run because now you have to do deal less with chargebacks. Not just right. that, it'll protect you from having to deal with any ENOs, um, protect you from any any gaps of right. a client passing away in between the effective date. Right. If I sold someone today, today's what the twenty what twenty third. I set it for March twenty third. Okay, so I got the client approved, but their effective date is on March twenty third. They don't have coverage in that month, and if they died during that month, I mean, there's no payout. And if there's no payout, what if? Loss can happen. Losses can happen. You know, you're, you're opening, open up a can of worms for everything. 
So I think it'll make the company stronger. The production and the bonuses and everything will be even. There's less chargebacks. More importantly, it's going to strengthen agents that are pushing too far out because now you're going to push to get an effective date immediately because you're, you're, you're going to push to get paid immediately. Yeah, I think, I think it'll tighten up a lot of people's sales skills. Yes. I think now there's more urgency for you to actually do it the right way, which is the, the right way is to try to try to get the client to work with paying it as soon as possible so they get their policy enforced and then coverage. Mm-hmm. So they're covered in case something happens because it's like, hey, I'm going to get auto insurance, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a six months. I'm going to get it to, to act, start six months from now. I just hope I don't get in a car accident for the next six yeah. months. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know, let, let's 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 be realistic about that. And as far as how we how we prepare, I mean, I, we've been on live dials, and I'm I'm about to get to live dials in a second with Terrence. But you know, the the value of actually allowing people to hear what you're saying, the value of actually being able to share what you are saying with other people, so you're able to help them understand better. Or if you're the one that's that's making you know maybe a mistake, or maybe you could improve in certain areas, people can give you a little bit of feedback. But I think I think the biggest thing is like. People prepare their clients poorly as far as number one, understanding exactly when they're supposed to get drafted. Yeah. And then also preparing them when, you know, when the draft date should be coming out. So I think I've just heard it way too often and not just strictly from live dials, but just, just overall in general, when I was the times in the field, pe- people are like afraid to ask for money. Mm-hmm. People are afraid to, afraid to close, afraid to ask. So they're, they're perfectly good with presenting the entire time. And then when it comes to the money, you start getting nervous. Yeah. yeah. Or you try to rush through the app, right? right? So so once you've done it, I mean, it takes you another minute or two just to solidify the sale. Okay. Back at our old company, we, we had it, the what comes next. Okay. So you tell the client, here's what's going to happen next. They're going to take your premium out within two to three days. You should get the policy within three to five days. You get the policy, you get to look at it. You can review it. Give me a call. I'll follow up in within about a week. Let me know if you have any questions. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay, your effective date is this, this, and this. At this date, the premium comes out at this much amount. Okay, any questions on that? That's it. One minute, solidify. Okay, save my number. Take my phone number down. Put it on your cell. Give me a call for anything. I'm your insurance man. And then, and then, if you if you guys get are getting to the part where you know you're like, let's say, let's say you start presenting, hey, this is how much coverage you can get. Mm-hmm. But then the whole time you're trying not to say the price, yeah. trying not to say the premium. Or the client says like. Is that, is that, that's how much a month? And yeah. you're like, uh, 100 <laughs> bucks a month or 200 bucks a month. Like, you shouldn't feel bad about it. You shouldn't, you shouldn't feel shaky about it. Like, you should feel confident about just saying, yep, that's what it is. Yeah. And when it comes to that, to presenting the payments, something that I tell my agents is don't, don't, don't present the payment like if you're going to be making, making it, you know? And right. that I call it, you know, don't, don't sell with your pocket because sometimes the payments are, depending on the age, the medical conditions and stuff like that. Sometimes the premiums are high. And sometimes, you know, you go like, shoot, I mean, that's pretty high. And you go with a client and you go like, ah, well, uh, you start hesitating because you know that you cannot afford it. Right. Yeah. And the client goes, feels it. And the client does it, well, I cannot afford that either. You know, maybe let me think about it or call me later or lower the payment, whatever. I mean, everything comes out to just don't be afraid of, the payment. Mm-hmm. I mean, just know that you're not going to make the payment. Just know that the payment is necessary for the guy that you're talking to, to have the coverage. You know, so what he's saying is don't project your broke mindset onto other people. Don't project your outlook on money to other people. Yeah. Like, right. The thing is, your job is to be professional. Your job is to present it. Tell them what it is. Yeah. yeah. Let, or, let the client make the decision too. Or what I would do is reverse that, reverse the projection that it's not a, not a big amount. So here's how you do it. You buy a big policy on you, right? If you bought a $500 a month policy on you, and now you're telling the client it's only $220. They come back to you, only $220. Now you can project to the client, sir, ma'am, that's chump change. I paid $500 a month for me, and I'm younger than you. Right. You should be able to take care of this. This is for your family. Now you have zero shakiness in your voice to say, hey, uh, I, I can't afford $200. Sir, ma'am, I pay $500 a month on mine because I take care of my family. Good projection, right, <laughs> not the right. scared projection. Just many ways to do it as long as you're not afraid to to say the number. Yeah, you know you can always move things around to get to the payment. But the bottom line is, don't be afraid to present the payment. That's the bottom line. You know, okay. However, technique you're gonna use, use it. Don't be afraid of the payment. Don't be afraid of the reaction. If the client has a reaction, just you know overcome it. You Your know, job is minimize it. that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would say that this usually happened even for me for even like doing creative uh, services before is like a lot of the times you'll run it into people, clients where they can't afford even like the smallest package and you'll come into a couple homes where that will happen. And then you start to be like, dang, like maybe it is a lot of money. And then you'll bring that energy into the next house. But in reality, that next house, you probably could have sold something bigger, but you were, you know, reminiscing or like thinking of the previous houses that couldn't afford it. You know, that's something as well. Well, you got, you guys got to really evaluate the clientele that you're working with. Yes. So, right. so not everyone, not everyone thinks the same way as you, if you guys have worked enough, you'll realize what a wide range of people there are out there, wide range of different attitudes, likes, dislikes, beliefs, you know, whatever, whatever. So the thing is you can't, you can't just be like, Hey, I had this one bad experience with this one person. Like everyone's the same way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just think, just think about the mentality that like John and Misha were sharing right now. If, if you go through and you're afraid of telling the client how much, how much it is a month and where you try to skirt, that 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 uh that that need to do that and then you should be like yeah for ten thousand here's how much it is how ten thousand coverage you know so let's get you started <laughs> if you don't even mention the price at all let's be real let's be real about it it's not a solid sale yeah the no. client does not know exactly what they're getting into and the thing is if you happen to get that sale there's a very high likelihood that the guy's going to cancel yeah because later on he's going to get the policy and he was like whoa he's going to see his bank statement he goes like oh my god what's 150 bucks right or 10 grand that's yeah i didn't know that they were, they were going to charge that the, <laughs> that the agent never told me anything yeah. i didn't know and that's that's 100 the agent's fault and then that 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 kind of comes back into your your a little bit of fear hesitancy in the rebuttal objection battle in the sale yep. right mm -hmm. if you're fearful of that you're shying away from the start of it I, that's the start as soon as you tell them the price you got to stay quiet it's $220 a month. That's option A. Option B, $300 a month. Which one do you want to start with? You should be preparing for battle. Prepare for, here comes the objection. Let's see what they're going to say. Are they going to balk at the price? They're going to say, that's not enough. That's too little. And have a response immediately. Well, it's your age. Well, it's because of this. Well, it's because you have COPD, because you have health conditions. You're applying at 83. Let's get real. <laughs> and that is important, though. After you give the payment, uh, another thing that what we said, you know, after you give the payment, don't don't talk. Because the first one that speak after that loses the game. Mm -hmm. So what you got to do, like what just said, uh, John said, wait, wait for the response and listen to it. Because that's going to be able to help you to actually overcome the objection and move forward. Yeah. If you are like in your, stuck in your, in your mind with the payment, like, oh my God, payment is, is going to be too high. The guy is going to say something and you're not going to catch it. I actually slow down. I tell him, hey, do you have a pen and paper ready? Okay, you're going to write this down. This is how much the coverage is. There you it's go. a miracle. A it doubles your coverage if you die from an accident. So I'm overselling the value. $10,000 for natural, $20,000 for accident, $30,000 for public transportation. Okay. This is what the miracle is. This is why I love America. It instantly approves you. You're guaranteed coverage day one. You're locking your rate. It never goes up. It never goes down. So I don't say the premium yet, but I sold a whole ton of value of what the plan is going to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. We got you covered. We're putting you as a non-smoker, even though you smoke, because this is a quick smoking advantage. Okay. You ready for the premium? So the 10,000 plan. Okay. It's two, two, one, 40 cents. Okay. Write it down. Two, I slow it down and I repeat it twice. Two hundred twenty-one and forty cents. Okay, here's what a fifteen thousand dollars will do. Here's what a thirty thousand dollars will do. Which one do you want to start off with? So they wrote it down. They saw the value. Then they're making the financial decision of what's affordable for them. Okay, right. and then and the, the the call I had earlier, you saw like just tell me which one you think is going to be good. I tell them oh, whatever's comfortable, it's going to fit your budget. It's going to be there when you're dead. Another <laughs> <laughs> thing that, that, that like, oh, second, what you're saying, I mean, edify the company that you're going to be yeah. using. That's important too. You know, because a lot of people, I mean, like if you guys want to use Mitchell of Omaha, everybody has heard that name, right? Okay. And not a lot of people have heard Americo. Well, edify the company. You know, the company has been in business for a very long time. They're very financially stable. They have never failed to pay a, a legitimate claim and the plan that you are, that I'm offering you does this. You, if it is legal premier, you know, I mean, you die because of natural causes, you get this much, but if you've seen an accident, it doubles. So build the, the, the edify the company so much 
that when it comes down to the monthly payment, they go like, man, I mean, I'm going to get all that for this little. Uh, okay, that makes sense. So edification, uh, when it comes to presenting the payments is, in my opinion, it's critical. You know, that way the people are going to feel more confident. They're also going to hear you talking about it. If you're not hesitating when you're edifying the company, it makes you sound like you know what you're talking about. They, it gives confidence to the client that they're talking to the right person as well. So well, well, what our main point is, take ownership over everything. Because the thing is, if you did a really great job, you presented to the client, you, you had a successful transaction, who deserves the credit? You, 100%. Right. You did it. You did the work. So you help the client out, help them figure, understand how, how to work, get them covered. You deserve the credit. So when something goes wrong, who deserves the blame? The client. A miracle's website, man. The text didn't go through. <laughs> so, so, I mean, we all get, we all just have to just be adults about this situation and just, just, just understand what it is. And, you know, like you want the client to understand fully because the more solid of it is because we, we, we have renewals. Yes. So the thing is like, would you rather have a shaky or fake sale for 10 days until the client figures out what you actually sold them yeah. or that they actually got sold something? Mm -hmm. Or would you rather have a client just walk away so you don't have to deal with that chargeback? Yeah. I'd, ra I'd rather give them all the information because that's number one. I feel good about myself when I sleep at night because I'm like, I give them all the information. Whatever they decided as an adult, they decided to do. Now, obviously, I'm going to do everything I can to influence them and help them understand because as a professional, I understand how important it is for them to have it. Yes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if they ultimately can't afford it or they're not going to keep it, I don't want that business anyway. Yeah. Uh, right. Just just to add to that, I think what, what changed my mindset on this when it came, it came down to selling way back, I read a book by Sig Sigler and he made a statement about the client is the king. Okay. If you look at it this way, the things we're servicing on these clients, it's for their benefit. Okay. We get paid on it. Yes. But how many times do we get paid on it? We get one big commission and future residuals and, rec uh, and renewals. But if I sold the client $30,000, $40,000 and we protected them, they got covered immediately and they died, who, who gets paid? The beneficiary. They get paid the $30,000, $40,000. We got one small check compared to theirs. Right. So we want to protect that. So you got to look at it where it's a win-win, but the client's still going to be the king. They got the better benefit of the deal. We just got a little bit of piece of it for helping them out. So in that mindset, that philosophy and belief change of I'm not trying to scam the client into buying this small plan or premium plan. I'm not trying to get one over so I can get paid. No, we're protecting them. They needed the coverage. They're a lead because they wanted life insurance. They should be the king. Yeah, another thing that if you if you're afraid to present payments, uh, something that I uh, that I I want to recommend and I recommended to salespeople before, because um, my experience in selling comes from the car business. I like I literally grew up in the car business, so learning how to sell there is 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 an art because when you are selling a vehicle, you actually have to what we used to call it hammer the client. Yeah. You know, we used to hammer the client because you are <laughs> selling high payments. <laughs> and and if the client wants 400, you got to you present 700 and you hammer it with no fear whatsoever, right? Here the the, the approach is totally different. You're not going to hammer a client. I mean, that would be that that's that's that's, you know, a dead sentence for yourself. But something that you got to learn how to do is is listen to the client when you're talking to them, you know, make it a conversation. Uh Something that I realized between selling life insurance and selling a vehicle is that when it comes to selling a vehicle, sometimes the client uh, tends to have the guard app a lot, mm. you know, harder. Uh, here, these guys are looking on the life insurance. The client is looking for a benefit. How, how is my family going to be taken care of when I'm gone? And by you asking the right questions, listening to that, to their objections, to their hat buttons and everything, they literally telling you how they're going to be close. I mean, they're literally telling you, you know, when we ask the question, who's going to be the, 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 the person that you're protecting with this? And they mentioned their mother, their sons, their wives and everything. They already told you, well, this is my husband right here. It's, it's this person that I'm covering. But if you're not listening, it's going to go by like, you know, <laughs> like a thunder. And then you're going to start talking about payments and, and the sun and the sky and the stars and all the stuff. And you know, the, the guy's never going to hear that. His plan is gonna benefit because not cover your wife or whomever the person is. So just listen to 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 what they're saying. But now by learning how to listen to the person, what is also gonna happen is that you're gonna learn how to be calm. 
now you're actually taking the time to listen and, and you're not anxious, you're not scared, you're not afraid. It becomes a nice conversation. And then people start, uh, you know, trusting you. And then they call you for questions. That's another thing that's important that maintains your, your business. I mean, uh, to, to stay, to stick. Client calls you. The first thing that we feel is like, man, this guy's like, is, is calling me to cancel, <laughs> right? Yeah. What do you want? And, it's a natural reaction. And you want to avoid the question. I want to let him, you know, leave a message. I want to listen to the message. And then I call <laughs> I said back. voicemail first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid to pick up the phone, you yeah. know, because think about it. Most, most of the time now we're making uh, calls over the phone. They don't know us. They don't know you. They never see yeah, you. Yeah, that's important. But if they call you and you pick up the phone, they go like, oh, yeah, this guy was real. Yeah. And it happened to me earlier today. Sometimes they test you like that. Yeah, they yeah. test you like that. Um, earlier today, I got a phone call from a, a client that I sold in Florida. I got the, the phone right away and I actually answered with her name. Yeah. You know, because what I do uh, with, with the sales that I make, I put it on my, on my cell phone and then I put the, uh, the client's name and the, what I sold, which company I use. So any questions, I mean, I know what I'm talking about. I want to remember. So when... I answered the phone today and said, Hey, Nettie, how you doing? She goes, Oh, 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 hi. Hi. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting for you to answer though. Of course. No, how can I help you? And turn out that she's giving me two more referrals. Nice. So, you know, so don't be afraid to pick up the phone, you know, and in the, in my ask experience, sometimes I pick up the phone and people say like, Hey, you know what? I, I want to cancel the, the policy. I used to panic, you know, I mean, the re my first reaction was like, Really? Like, seriously? You know what I mean? Like, didn't, didn't you remember what you bought? But now it's like, hey, you know what? I'm calling because I want to cancel the, 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 the policy. And then I smile the same way. I sound the same. Like, like, yeah, perfect. No problem. But if you don't mind me asking, I need to know why, because I need to let the insurance company know the reason why you want to cancel it. And sometimes it's because they talk to somebody else. Somebody has told them. My finger got stuck. Oh. <laughs> My fault. I don't know. You know, sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes, you know, it's because they talk to somebody else and that somebody has told them, hey, cancel that. You don't need it. Uh, point is, just answer the phone, you know, I mean, just answer the phone and, and make people feel comfortable that you're their agent, that you were not just, you know, a telemarketer or somebody in India. Yeah. And I, I know <laughs> we spent a little, we're spending a little bit of, time on this, but you know, the thing, this is important because you should never feel guilty about what you do. Yeah. You should take real pride in what you do because look, it's not a very sexy thing. People don't, people don't go out and say like, Hey, this is what I want to do. But if you understand how valuable it is, you only, the real value comes from them actually keeping that policy. Right. So if you don't do a good job of explaining it, they don't know what they have. They don't have a responsive agent. If they don't know how much it costs, if they don't know if they're paying, <laughs> you're actually not doing a very good job. Yeah. And they so, don't know what you, what they're getting either. You became scam likely. <laughs> yeah. So just, just to make it very clear to I me. Mean, so, the, so the thing is, if you guys are having issues as far as, well, sometimes, sometimes the clients, all they can do is post data and, you know, I want to get paid sooner. Here's the thing. Eliminate the option. Yeah. You know, I, we hear this all the time. Agents are like, uh, so when would you like to start it? When would you like the first draft date to come out? So this is my approach. And for those that are on live dials, you, you, you can hear me. I just say, all right. So the first one, the first payment is going to come out next 24 to 48 hours after that. If today's the 23rd, it's going to come out on the 23rd each month after that. Good with that? Yeah. I never asked, Hey, when would you like to come out? Hey, is it okay if we draft now? Hey, is it okay if we do this? When would there's, there's none of that. It's just stated matter of factly, like everything else you should be doing. Cause we're stating facts. We're stating what's going to happen and we're preparing them. We're setting the table, all that, all that good stuff. So if you just don't offer them the option, then that happens. Now, the thing is, if they legitimately don't have the money till they get social security or yes. they get a draft, that's, this is when payday comes out or whatever, then they'll be like, oh, it's going to drop next 24 to 48 hours. I won't have money until this Friday. I won't have money till when, whatever. In that case, yeah. if you have to adjust, you can adjust and pivot from there. And then I would just add a little bit. It's like, now, since you didn't have the money today... Right. Is that going to be a common issue or is this, do we need to lower the premium? And that's a good solidification question. It's like, I'd rather you keep something smaller right. than have to risk losing this. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. You're welcome. I, you can that, use that. That's a very, yeah. that's a va very valid question. So I think, I think too many times agents are just trying to slide it in yeah. and just be like, oh, you don't have money. Okay, cool. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you have, well, let's, let's just draft it then. But then you're not thinking about what about the following months? What about the following? Because the thing is, if the agents spent 
all their money, the client spent all their money and they don't have any money right now at this point of the month, how are, are, are their habits, habit, their, their spending habits going to change dramatically from one month to the next? Yeah. More than likely, they're going to be in the same spot. So now you really need to emphasize, hey, this is going to be X amount of dollars coming out on this day of the month, every single month. Are you going to be able to have that? Or like John said, should we need to should we look at something a little bit less that's going to be more affordable within your budget? Right. So these are like solidification um, things that you can add. Like, I, I depends if I feel the client and I'm starting to feel a little bit of like, all right, this might be a weak sale. I add more solidification. So I add a little bit more lines. Like this got to be like any other bill that you have. It's out of sight, out of mind. You put it away. It's going to be paid for. Even if you have any flat tires in the future where your finances change, this is still going to get paid. So I just want to make sure that's going to be comfortable for you, right? And I learned this from convention way back with Tom Hegna. He used this one line that says, the best life insurance there that there is, is the one that's going to be there for you in the long run, okay, when you're dead. So we want to make sure this policy stays in place where it's not going to go up and go down on you and you have to start over again. So, I mean, I know we're spending a lot of time on this thing, but the thing is, here's why. We're, we're trying to drip on you guys. Because the thing is, for some of you guys, you're like, uh, it's not really that big of a deal, but or we're trying to shift the mindset for you guys to just look at yourself as a professional in a different way. Like your job is not to try to complete as many transactions. Your job is to try to help as many people as you can along the way, like genuinely help. And when you, when you guys think, oh, hey, I made this, I, I made this sale, but the client doesn't keep it, you didn't help anybody. You actually right. just hurt yourself. You wasted you hurt, time. <laughs> you hurt yourself. You hurt your, you hurt your, uh, the carrier because that, that's not profitable for them to pay out the agent for something that never actually became a real transaction. Mm-hmm. So just look at it in a more global, bigger picture way. So if you guys can do that, just, just think, think abundance. Okay. So if you guys have any questions about that specifically, or you, 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 or maybe you don't understand this and you're like, why is this such a big deal? When that, when that moment hits, <laughs> let us know. Reach out to us. <laughs> yeah. More importantly, if you're doing things right, it'll help you and benefit you along the way, because now you're going to have real issue paid and you're going to hit those numbers and the personal, personal bonuses that you have that changes on you. If you keep post dating a lot of sales, right? All right. Your, your production will hit when it's supposed to hit and your, your carrier bonuses too. Yeah. So that hopefully that makes you guys better professional salespeople along the way. So one step at a time. That's, that's all we ask. Yeah. So speaking of abundance, speaking of, of, uh, you know, trying to do things the right way, Gerald, are you on here? Yes, I'm on. All right. Appreciate you hopping on real quick. You know, just, uh, First of all, thank you for thank thank you and your girl for the uh, the hoodie and for the shirt. Hey, oh uh, yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. Anytime. Looking good. So there's there's the no days off shirt with the elite logo. Yeah, so we saw that last week. We're uh, we're look we're looking to to do a giveaway for agents that qualify for it. So we'll, we'll have a contest coming up soon for those. Hey, so you guys can help us. There you go. Let's all win together. But Gerald, I want to have I wanted to have you on real quick because. Unfortunately for me, I've, I've been kind of out of commission due to various health issues, various lower leg <laughs> issues, like, like, like feeling like an old man here. But, you know, so, so the thing is, I've, I've been trying to get on the live dials, but then the thing is physically, I haven't been able to, which really, really makes you, you think, cause you have, you have all this time laying in bed, you know, feeling, feeling worthless. And then, you know, you're sitting there just thinking like, man, look, no matter how badly I want to do this, no matter how much I desire to, to put in work. If physically you don't have it, you don't have it. Right. So the thing is like everything that we're talking about, it's all about trying to come from abundance mindset because you should take advantage of all your opportunities right now, whenever you can, because you got to prepare yourself for moments in which you physically aren't able to do it or you know, some, something comes up and you're not able to actually work. So you guys have continued to, to put in the works. So, I mean, this is, this is what this business is about, you know, just trying to set people up, put them in position to win. And the thing is, the show goes on with or without you. You're right about that. So, absolutely right. So, I mean, I have I have been on in a, in a minute, but I remember hopping on at five a.m. my time, which is which is you're on the East Coast. So then, getting on, and I'm like, oh, Gerald beat me. Gerald's on, <laughs> or Terrence <laughs> is on. Terrence beat me, or nice. Trent's on. Trent Trent beat me. So, how important is that community? Uh, it's very important. You know, because like I said uh, earlier in our last podcast, uh, without a good direction, it's easy to fail. Mm-hmm. 
So I feel like it's really, really helpful. Like we all help each other out. Just basically, hey, stealing notes, you know, <laughs> trying to fix the script. You know, we always tweak it. And hey, it'd be a contest. Like I'd be trying to wake the bill before TJ be on. He don't go to sleep. <laughs> He's a robot. <laughs> so yes, uh, it makes it, you know, I, 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 it makes it actually fun. You know, mm-hmm. it makes it actually fun to do it. It's a pleasure actually helping people. And like I say, listening to other people like, damn, if he getting, if he getting cussed out like that, he's making such and such and such, then maybe what I'm doing, not so bad. Right. <laughs> you know, they give you a different outlook on it. Absolutely. Oh, I, sorry, that didn't, didn't mean to disrespect Misha. He's, he's always on there early. No, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, Misha stay on. Not at all. Misha stay on like he stays in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let me let me let me bring up another point. I mean, so I, I was talking to Terrence the other day. Which Terrence, are you on here? Yeah, yeah, I'm on, brother. What's going on? Okay, so I was actually I was actually talking to you about this, and you said you said you and Gerald kind of brought this up. But as far as as far as the live dials, I can't I can't really I don't have very much to say at the moment because I haven't been on personally for for last week and a half, two weeks. But the thing is, if I'm on. If I unmute myself, the thing is, I want to be heard. And not because like, hey, hey, look at me. I need attention mm-hmm. because I, I get enough attention. No, I put myself out there because I, yeah. I expose myself to things because I feel like there's the only way we grow. Right. right. But then but then as far as like unmuting myself, it's not because like, hey, everybody, listen to how great I am, because I don't think I'm that great. Mm-hmm. But I, I mute myself because I'm like it helps the experience for everybody else so they can listen. They can feel more bold about, about muting themselves. They can, they can actually put their camera on and they can actually speak. So, I mean, like you guys have been great. You guys have always unmuted yourself and I'm just listening to Terrence. This is why, like, I know what Terrence says on his calls because I've heard so many of them on script, on script. It's, it's like the same timing, the cadence, everything. So what's the value of someone coming on and not unmuting, not putting in their camera? All right, so uh, I was actually because me and Gerald, we, we're like pretty much best friend. I don't, I don't know guys when you say best friend, but that's my boy. You know, I've been knowing him for a minute, so we talk outside of work. Yeah. So we pretty much talk all day. So we we pretty much said, hey, if you don't sell on Zoom, it don't count. You know, like mm-hmm. we can't hear because the reason how I look at it is right because it's kind of selfish because it, it's really helping threefold. It's helping you get better at your presentation, right? So people can help you. The second thing is, is helping a new agent so they know that they're not the only people getting beat up and they understand how to go over rebuttals without you physically telling them they see it live on. And the third thing is the client getting protected, <clears throat> of course, on every sale. So I feel like if you're live on live dials, you should be able to unmute whether it's a sale or not. It's, it's giving back. You don't, you don't want to just take everything and not putting that back in the pot, you know? So uh, I, I challenged myself and I said – Hey, is, if, if I'm presenting, somebody gonna see it. And uh, I got that from uh, uh, FFL Knockout, uh, mm-hmm. Josh Williams, when he mm-hmm. when he went to Telesales, he said, "Hey, not it, it, I'm 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 a face to face guy, but Telesales, you, you can train somebody in like a week, you know. So uh, it's pretty good, man. I think I think legitimately you could train someone within a couple of days to a week if they're participating. If they're on, if they're sitting around listening, but then they don't participate, they don't actually put themselves out there. How does one learn? Yeah. Right. So, so Gerald, do you, right. And, and let's say, good. Finish up to you. I'll go. No, nah, no, nah, I was just saying that I, I just personally just feel like, you know, uh, it, it didn't happen if nobody didn't see it. It's for me. If I'm on and nobody on, then that's, that's different, but I got to be on, you know? Well, just like the thing we were just talking about, we're talking about not post-dating and not offering, not, not offering it in a bad way and, and making it and making the sale less solid than it actually could be. You know, if you're, if you're on there and you're selling and you get a lot of post-dated sales, which will probably turn into, I don't know, a, a small percentage actually issuing. Yeah. So I mean, if, if you're doing stuff like that, but then no one hears you, no one can help you fix that problem sooner. Right. Like all, all these little things, it's like, it's like you, everyone's guys got to put their ego aside. If you're, really trying to learn and really trying to improve your business because the reality is no one's supposed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when I first jumped back onto live dials and I was not smooth. 
I was not good. And I remember, I remember telling, I was in here talking to my staff and then Joanne, Joanne was on and she was listening. And then I was like, I was like, I was just kind of trying to downplay it a little bit. I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I made a couple of sales. I'm like, I wasn't good. And then Joanne was like, yeah, no, you weren't. And I'm like, ouch, ego, ego hit. But, but then like we laughed and I was, I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's totally true. But actually the, the comforting part of that was, look, I didn't even need to be good to make that sale. Mm. All I had to do was just put in some work. And the fact is like, I know that probably helped whoever was listening because they're just like, Oh damn, Albert sucks. And he still sold. I can, I can do the same thing. Why can't I do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is like when you're brand new, right? Like, especially when you came back on what was noticeable, which will happen if you're brand new, you're doing something brand new, you're reading off the script. And then that's the part that has to get smoother and smoother down the road. So I remember when you were calling those Jack life leads, you wanted to be on script. Mm -hmm. And then from that point, you're like, okay, I got the client responding. Okay. We're, we're side part of the script and you go back on. That's part of the game, but that's part of us for, for us to be able to listen and, and, and for a new agent standpoint to understand that it's okay, it's okay to make a mistake, but you gotta be in it to get better. Mm-hmm. If you're not on, you're unmuted, you're not muted, you're not even on, or you're just no video. What can we do to help? How can you get better if you're not exposing yourself for that? Right. Not, not, not only that, I mean, when you actually are in the, in the, in the call and you listen to everybody and, and all that. You see the, the, the energy, the movement, yes. the, the sales, and it forces you to, 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 to keep up, you mm-hmm. know, to, to really start investing into the business, buying leads, because you're listening to other, you know, people where they're getting the leads from. And, and then it forces you, right, to, to, to invest the money, to grow, to learn. And now you're actually becoming like more responsible towards yourself, right? And it happened to me too. I mean, I got to the point where I stopped making excuses. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, well, everybody's going to be there. You know, Terrence, Gerald, and Jason, all those guys are going to be there in the call. Uh, so better show up. So, you know, it makes you that way. It makes you feel more part of something. Yeah. Um, and uh, like you said, you know, opening up the camera. and Because sometimes, uh, you know, people log on and the camera is off all day. And yeah. we, don't, we don't even know if the person is there. Yes, I think... Philosophy-wise, belief-wise, for a new agent or for people that are unmuted and unvideo, there's two things that's, that's, that you're thinking about. Is this fear or is this fun? Okay, you got to make this fun. If you're fearful of showing up, being exposed, making mistakes, you're not going to want to do it. Right. Like I like doing it because if I go on mute and I get yelled at, I think this is going to be funny. Uh, people are listening to me, right? <laughs> Let me see if I can make and get somebody to buy a $400 policy because he's 83 with like COPD. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and, and not only that, it helps you out. Like this morning, uh, based on that, uh, Jason got this call Yeah, and the client went off on him. Yelled at him, right? Uh-huh. And uh, so, you know, they hang up the phone and then we're listening. And then he goes, hey, you want to give it a shot? I said, sure. But he, gives, he gave me the number. And I called the guy to see what call, you know, if I could close the guy. Uh, downsides, I got yelled out too. But all of us were laughing, you know, okay, well, that was an experience. But sometimes the change in face, I mean, might help you, you know, it's better yeah, it to fun. maybe share a policy than, than stay with a zero. But yeah. it was fun because, you know, we see, okay, let's see what happens with this guy and give it a shot. And for a minute, it seemed like the guy was going to engage, but at the end, he ended up yeah, cussing me off. Jason, Jason said that you asked him, um, do you work? Are you working? And the guy's like, this is America. Everybody works. And then he paid me a compliment at the end. <laughs> <laughs> these things got to be fun. You Sometimes, here's the biggest thing. If you're dialing alone, you got rejected, you got yelled at, you can't, like Albert said last week, you can't vent to anybody if you're not on. So now the whole entire time you're thinking to yourself, you're seething. You're like, oh man, this job sucks. Right. But if you share that, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you laugh it off. I'm really, I'm really glad Misha got cussed out too, along with Jason, because you know what, you know what that actually shows, shows that it wasn't personal for either, either guy. Yeah. Oh, no. right. So the thing, but the thing is we're all human. So if a, if a client gives you a hard time, they hang up on you, they cuss you out, whatever it is, even though we know it's not personal intellectually, we know it's not personal. Sometimes it's hard to make that distinction because we're right. human. Yeah. You just think like, oh man, did I say something or did I, did I, did I could have, I could, what I could have done better. But then if you, <laughs> if you have a little bit of fun with it, just hand it off to the next guy and be like someone with a sense of humor, right? <laughs> hand it off to that person and be like, hey, you try it. And he gets cussed out too. Now both of you guys can confirm it wasn't anything personal. 
There you go. Actually, yeah, that, that's yeah. that's good. So you got to lean on you got to lean on the group for the support. But then, yeah, I mean, like Terrence, like Terrence brought up, and like Gerald was was mentioning, the support is not supposed to go one way only. Mm. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be equal support because everyone's at a different level and different stage in their their respective careers. That's perfectly fine. But the thing is, your support in any whatever capacity means a lot to the other people too that that are trying to give what they can. Yeah. So, Gerald, I mean, go, going back to you real quick, I mean, how much has listening to Terrence and listening to other people on the calls helped? Tremendously. It helps all the time because, uh, and just to double back on what you guys are saying about getting cussed out, uh, it's actually funny. My first presentation, I got cussed out really, really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence is on the phone with him. I never forget the dude named James Archer. He went off on me for about 20 minutes and the funny part about it when we got off the phone he called me back to cuss me out some more <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you do man <laughs> I just, look I just let him keep doing it but I kept trying to sell it to him like I just tried every rebuttal that I possibly could like I tried everything in the book whatever worked hey look I, I wrote it down like All right, I know next time I can use this on somebody <laughs> I can use that because he was listening now he was listening he heard what I was saying but you know <laughs> but back to the main part but yes uh just listening and you know it's it's like a, you got to be a sponge you know absorb the information and also put the information back out you know so all of us can grow makes sense you know just yeah, keep totally. it and, and for all you guys that are just like well I'm, i don't really know what i'm doing yet I don't really i don't really like i don't know the script that well or i don't haven't developed my my skills or whatever that helps too yeah, because like, like, when you, when people listen, sure. they're like, "Oh, I don't want to be like that." Yeah, and, and the pe- I'm sure people have heard me on certain certain parts of the script. Like, my script has improved over over time because I got more familiar with it. Because mm-hmm. I, I was just trying to read it verbatim, and at the beginning, I'm like fumbling all over my words and just like just getting stuck or rereading certain parts. And at the, and at the, at the time, I mean, I knew in my head I was thinking like, "Oh man." The guys are gonna laugh at me at this one. Like my head, like they're <laughs> yeah. laughing me over this one because you're but overthinking then, while reading it. I'm thinking while reading because yeah. like I'm I'm making a deliberate effort to just be verbatim. Yeah, right. But then you know, also like I'm just like, yeah, they laugh. Who cares? Like, right? Does it matter? Like it re- it really doesn't matter because these are my teammates. Like right. they're like if they if they can't know who the real me is, who can? And right. if you can't open yourself up for that, then the thing is, who can you count on later on? Like who can? It's it's all like a it's like a two way street for everything. So there's like a there's a symbiotic relationship for everything here. So the thing is, you're doing yourself a real disservice by not participating and not actually unmuting yourself and 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 being part of it because your voice needs to be heard mm-hmm. somehow, some way. It, it doesn't have to be contributing the exact same way, but something. And, and you need to and, and you need to be open to 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 the to the uh, not criticism, but the construction feedback. Don't get offended, you know, because all of us, you know, like he said, you know, we're not perfect. You know, I mean, we we want to make mistakes and sometimes we want to say something that killed the cell and yeah. uh, and be open to to get it. Because when you are talking, you think it's perfect. You think it's oh, I'm, I'm, I know what I'm doing. But you, I mean, the truth is that you don't, you know, but you hear the, the comment. Somebody makes a comment. I mean, just just learn from it, you know, the, laugh about it you know have fun with it and then then realize like man maybe maybe he's right if i should have said it in a different way i, I could have made the sale because it doesn't really matter if you get criticized and you get mad bottom line you didn't make the sale so why you get mad what, yeah what you lose really anyway yeah exactly <laughs> so nothing <laughs> so i mean yeah it, it works very well because all of us get trained you know all of us get trained and you, you learn from everybody else and it's fun, actually. I like it. I mean, I like it. I, re- I really like it. So yeah, when, when I'm, I'm missing it really bad right now. Mm-hmm. So it, make, it makes you, I don't know, it thrives you, you know, yeah. motivates you. Yeah. And then something that got like Jason, I'm not going on all the time. You know, he makes the sales and then he comes back to the, to the camera I and know. then he goes like that. And when I do, <laughs> when I make a sale, I do the exact same thing. And then we are feeding from each other's energy. It's competitive spirits now. Although like Terrence said, if you weren't muted, it didn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he should t- sometimes talks with his earpiece. Yeah, can't hear anything. You were gonna say something, well. Um, Misha said everything that I was gonna say. Oh, <laughs> just kidding! I'm just kidding. 
Um, no, I think I've realized like a lot of the times we don't want to put ourselves out there because we think other people think we're cool and we don't want to look uncool in front of other people to like expose that we're not actually cool. You know what I'm saying? Like subconsciously, you know, that's what I feel like. Like usually it's like out of an ego of like, dang, I don't want to fail because I don't want to look like this in front of people. But in reality, like no one really cares. Yeah. Like looking at the fault in your character type. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, look, Ter- Terrence and Gerald are two really cool guys, like, cool personally, but they're also cool on the phone because I mean, like, I don't know if it's a Southern thing. I don't know if it's an Atlanta thing, but, you know, they just got this like real cool demeanor, just like really slow paced, really, really like deliberate approach when it comes to like talking to their clients. And But see, the thing is, when it, when it comes to coolness, I mean, I think people just have the whole idea of coolness wrong because mm-hmm. the thing is like. I, I, I self-admittedly get on these calls. I botch the script and I, I mess up a ton and all this other stuff. I still think I'm cool. <laughs> and and the, thing, the thing is, I, I know it sounds, it sounds like silly, but I'm, I, I still think I'm cool. Not because of the fact that like, Hey, I'm cool. Cause I never messed up. Like my whole sense of self-worth and coolness has come from the years that I put in work mm. where I know that doesn't define me. Yeah. And then how do you ever get to that point to like have that self, level of self-confidence if you don't put yourself out there to get rejected and, and to overcome those adversities and continue to learn and continue to grow. So people just got to put aside their egos a little bit. If you really want to, if you really want to grow your business, right. If you, and, if you, and you hide all the time, you can't do it. And you can also have fun with the clients, you know, when you're talking to them, sometimes, I mean, that's happened to me uh, when people tell me, well, what did you say? Because I didn't understand your accent. I said, I know my accent is pretty sexy, but let me repeat it. <laughs> you know, and, and then I and then I make the person laugh or whatever. And that allows me to keep going, you know, rather than getting offended. Like, oh, what do you mean I have an accent? Well, I do have an accent, you know. So it's pretty sexy. It's, yeah, but it's yeah. pretty sexy. But, you know, when you say stuff like that on, on the live thousand other people hear you, then they're like, oh, this person's having fun with it. Like, it doesn't have yes. to be that serious. And it allows you to expand your understanding of how these interactions need to go with your clients. Like, it's not just like, it's not strictly transaction. Right. It's two humans talking to each other. That's that's right. That's right. So, so Terrence, how would you tell, what what would you say to people for them to, to get over that fear and get, get, and get over that, that ego and just share and participate? Well, me personally, like, uh, like I'm going to be straight up with you guys. Like I wasn't, on, when I was on the phone, like I was uncomfortable too. You know, uh, I used to dial alone down at the house. I was uncomfortable. Like that's something that you gain over time. And I think it was me and my wife in the kitchen. I'm dialing, and it was just like I think I got cussed out pretty bad. And I just bust out laughing. And I was like, Why am I not getting that approach every time? Why? Why do I care so much? But they because they a they don't they don't know me right. B, they don't know why I stayed. They know nothing about me. I'm not going to think about this tonight. I'm not going to lose no sleep. They filled out the form. They need the insurance more than I need the commission. I got 4,000 leads on the form. So who's <laughs> at fault here? Like, you know, you're thinking more about yourself than you think about the client. So that's 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 why I changed my whole mentality. And, I, and it changed. I started writing 25 uh, months and then it changed my life, man. And, uh it's it to be uncomfortable, just be uncomfortable. Try it, and it won't be uncomfortable anymore. Yeah, and I I think you kind of mentioned it too. It's just like if you're dialing on your own the whole day, it sounds extremely lonely and boring. Yeah, it it's is. Tiring, it it was. It is. Yeah. If you're, if you're calling all day by yourself, Terrence, and you know you're you, whether you're getting rejected or what what whether you're productive, doesn't it get boring without other people? Bro, you it's everything seems worse. I don't know if I'm breaking up if the if the internet is shaking. Uh sorry about that. But yeah, uh but yeah, that dialing by yourself is is it's pretty much uh sticking that knife in uh pretty slow and uh sticking, you know, it, it, it's it's a slow death, if that makes sense. But when you're dialing with somebody else, uh you guys can feed like feed off their energy. I I honestly uh used to think that I couldn't bring new ages on too soon 
So they, because I don't want them to think that, you know, this business is hard. They see all these no's I'm getting. But when I actually start showing people the no's, they start sticking around. Because now they're thinking, this guy's not, you know, perfect. This guy actually got more no's than me. He actually sucks on the low. <laughs> <laughs> like, we actually suck on the low. So, uh, you know, we get what we can. You know, we get, we get the sales that we get. Absolutely. How about you, Gerald? What what would you tell? Because you because you start you you came on with Terrence and you started dialing on live dials together and you didn't you didn't really hesitate. How do people get over it? Okay, well, uh, just being honest, uh, Terrence threw me in the water like we were in the swimming pool. <laughs> he definitely threw me in the water. <laughs> swim, bro. Yes, we can swim. But I appreciated that because that made me comfortable. Like, and I was, I was I'm still horrible. I still think to myself I'm horrible, but it works. But uh, it actually gave me a confidence. And, like, I might have got off the phone and something went wrong, and he'll give me the skills and pointers to it while I get better at it. So once I started getting that confidence, I was like, well, I, I can do this in front of anybody. If I get cussed out, we all just going to have a laugh about it. If they tell me no, we all just going to laugh about it and move on to the next league. Or if I get a sale, hey, on the board. You know, I just, you got to take it before you got to take it how it comes. Right. Well, you know, you know, one thing I've learned on, on the live dials, Trent, who's, who wasn't able to join us today, Trent seems extremely confident on live dials, right? Oh yeah. Right. Like he's, he's got more confidence than he, than he has any business having. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing, I mean, the, the, the guy's like brimming with confidence. I mean, the guy's wild. Like, let's, like, let's not get, let's not get it twisted. But then like, the thing is, no matter how confident he is, he still gets all the same rejections we do. Same objections we do. He still gets. He still gets the nose. He still gets the people with the same type of reasons why they can't do it right now. So, th- so the thing is, regardless of whatever whatever approach you think you need to have, like get that idea out of your head as far as how you think you need to be before you can present yourself to anybody. I think it's just it's just very unrealistic. And I think this is this is the perfect point that Terrence and, and Gerald were sharing. It's like having people see that you suck actually creates helps other people you know, feel more emboldened to do this because of the fact that they realize, Hey, I don't need to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And it actually just works. I just, I just need to to put in more time and put in more work. And if, if they're, if they're doing all this, I don't need to be perfect either. And if everyone just understood that, if everyone's on the same page with that, everyone would be more productive. And, and, and it's also important to, to remember that perfection is not what sells in this business mm-hmm. is consistency. Yep. That's really what sells, you know, so don't expect to be perfect. None of us are. Yep. Right. Right, John? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Oh, Misha, I'm going to have to steal that line from you that you said earlier about the accent. I, I'm definitely using that on my next appointment. There you go. <laughs> are you Mexican? <laughs> are you a Mexican in disguise? What's, what's going on here? See. <laughs> See, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just wanted I, I, I appreciate all everyone sharing there for me. I just have one last quote I wanted to share. So I, I read this from James Clear this morning. So I, I posted this, but um, the, uh, the quote was, it's crazy how often I feel like I need to resolve some big problem in my life when all I really need is one of the following. One, a glass of water. Two, a 10 minute walk outside. Three, a good night of sleep. Okay. These three simple things that, that resolve many of the stresses and anxieties of, da- of daily life. So, you know, I, I think a lot of times we sit there, especially when we're isolated, we're on our own. The thing is you, you encounter a problem, you encounter something that stresses you, you encounter, you some, you encounter something you aren't, you aren't able to resolve immediately. And if you're alone and you're isolated, it always amplifies, it makes it worse because you got way too much time. Like I've been, I've been incapacitated. So I've been laying in bed and elevating my leg and just, just have way too much time on my head, on my hands. And I'm thinking about all kinds of crazy things. You're in your own head. Like I went to some dark places at certain, <laughs> certain points. And I'm just like, I'm like, if I was on live dials, I wouldn't be thinking about this stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I see activity, productivity. I see people having a good time. I see people getting cussed out and I'm part of me. Like the, the human side of me is like, good thing. That wasn't me. Right? <laughs> like it, like it adds a smile to your face because you're, because you're, you're connected with the community. But see, if you, if you, if you're on your own and, and you don't, you aren't able to find a resolution for whatever that problem is, sometimes it becomes a much larger issue. And if you can get outside, you can take a 10 minute walk, you can have a glass of water, or you can just 
get a good night's rest. The thing is, all those little things are just designed to just slow things slow things down for you, so you can kind of get back to get back to, hey, the problem's still going to be there. That's not going to change, but your perspective and how you look at this and how you react to it that could completely change. Yeah. So that's a nice quote. Yeah. So hopefully that helps. Just remember, try not to post date. Yeah. You know, let's 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 get these policies on the books quicker. You know, do it for every, everybody wins. Carrier, client, you as the agent, everybody wins if you do it that way. And if you guys get on live dows, look to participate. You know, the thing is, it's not really for for us because look, Gerald, Terrence, and I, Misha, Trent, the guys that normally participate, we we can just get on and we can just do our own call. But we're on this call, it's to help you guys, but we also we want to be able to help in other ways. And the only only way for us to be able to do that is with your participation. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know it's, it might be a slow process for some of you guys, but slowly work your way and like get on get on the time when not that many people are on and do it to a smaller audience. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever it may be, or or if you or if you say if you say like, hey, I want to do it, but I'm I'm just a little bit nervous. You know, the only way for you to get over is 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 just to do it. But let us know. Maybe we'll get on a one on one call, and then if that makes it easier, I don't know. Let's let's figure it out. Either way, just want everyone to prove. Just continue to put in that work, and we'll work out whatever we need to work out. So. Sounds good. Appreciate you, John. Appreciate you, Misha. Appreciate you. parents. Appreciate Gerald joining us from the ATL. So let's go out there and be league, guys. All right, guys. We'll see you on the dials.